In this episode of the 21st Century Classroom, we visit a middle school in Morrisville, Vermont, where the after-school Minecraft club teaches teamwork, communication, and how to get rid of 5,000 unexpected chickens in the middle of your community center. With all the reading, writing, creativity, complex problem solving, and peer support, is Minecraft a good fit for schools? We'll talk to some of the students and find out. The school library at People's Academy Middle Level is anything but quiet. The school day is over for the students at this middle school, but they're still hard at work, building houses, raising animals, and conducting raids on each other's homesteads. Thanks to educator Karen Perry, the students here play Minecraft in the library after school. So we started it two years ago, so we started it right at the beginning of last, this September of 2013. Because the kids would come in and try to play Minecraft on their own after school. There was no club three years ago. And it just like, kind of really bothered me because it was so unorganized and kids were crying. After what I saw the following year and how so many kids just kept trying to play it all the time, I said, well, this is really a no-brainer for, you know, a club. And so we just put it in the brochure, but on the first day when they all arrived, I set down the rules. And I said, you don't have to stay, you don't have to be in the club, but if you're in the club, these are the rules, and if you break the rules, you're, you're out. That's all there is to it. And they all agreed. At first, a little bit of mumbling, grumbling, like, I'm going to kill anybody, blah, blah, blah. you know, but <laughs> a little bit of grumbling, but we've been nonsense. Not at all. And um, I told them I wanted them, you know, to work in teams. And, of course, the first time we did it, we weren't sure the how to set up these teams. And, you know, we learned so much last year that this year was so much more organized. We knew exactly what we wanted on our world and how we wanted the kids to get on the teams. And we had them pick the teams before they even went in the computer lab this year. So that's what we did. I kind of had everybody sit in a circle, and I went over the rules again. And um, on the furry first day of, you know, of, of Minecraft this year, and then I said, um, who would like to be club leaders? And they raised their hand, and I said, okay, pick someone for your team. And they would kept picking until they had all the teams picked. But what did Perry see in Minecraft that made it seem to have such potential? I kind of, like, was drawn to the science part of it at first, the fact that they have to... They can't survive unless they have food, and they have to plant the food, or they have to have the animals, and they have to capture the animals, and you know, and, and have a community in order to stay alive. So that's that. I found that really, you know, really interesting that they would be, you know, thinking about all these things. So the very first thing they have to do is when they when we they land on the earth is they have to have a shelter, and in their shelter they have to have heat. And so they have to build a furnace. So they, you know, so they have to think of, so they have to build a furnace and light a fire and have a shelter. And they have to do that within the first 24 hours or they're not going to survive. You know, there are different things they need. And what we did, I think what the server people did, was they put different items that they need in different areas. So they'd have to trade. So... That's, you know, so we could get even more cooperation and more learning that way. They're not just staying in their own village. You know, I just love seeing the kids getting excited, and they're using all of the 
all of their brain skills. You know, they're problem solving and they're actually, they have to, you know, type to communicate. They have to write the words. So they're, they're really they're blogging and they don't know they're blogging. And they're reading and they don't even know they're reading because they're reading what everybody's blogging. So they're reading and writing and they don't even know they're doing it. But what's it really like to play Minecraft? Let's hear from some students. Well, what we'd all do is we all log on to the server. We'd all go, well, we'd usually be at our houses. We'd go gather materials, build, um, we'd communicate with our team. Yeah, we'd just go play. We can't kill each other because, well, um, they turned off the fighting, so. Well, right now in my team, we, we are um, actually setting up a farm. We're finishing a second story on our building. We'd um, assign jobs to each other. We'd gather materials, resources, and we all like take a, our part in building the second story. So everyone just builds together. Yeah, I often, when, when there's nothing for me to do, I often just walk around and help the other kids. So when you say you walk around and help the other kids, are you saying you walk around in the game or you get up? And... I get up and just walk around. Oh, okay. I like how I can build anything I want, and I like how there's a creative mode where you can get anything you want, and then there's a survival where you have to mine and stuff like that to, um, to like, get your supplies to be able to build stuff. And, and then there's monsters, which you have to fight to be able to survive. It's really fun. Like, build anything you want, like ships, um, houses, and lots of stuff like that, like anything. I'm currently building an ice skating rink in my um, Xbox. I play it on my phone, my Xbox, and then I play it here. Like in reading, I think I always thought it would help me if I read on Minecraft novels, like little handbooks about Minecraft. And it would help me with my reading and my Minecraft, so I thought that, that would be good for reading. Are you a big reader? Not so much, no, I'm not. We usually um, like find stuff and we help build each other's houses and stuff like that. That's awesome. Right now, me and Tiffany are trying to, like, me and Tiffany have a room and we have a big, giant, big space and there's a wall and one side's mine, one side's hers. And, like, you can just keep going around how big you want your house. Mm -hmm. And if you are playing creative, you have a bunch of other stuff to do on it. But survival is my favorite. I think it's really fun, and it gives kids, like, to figure out what Minecraft's all about. What do you think is, so far, the mm -hmm. most important thing you've learned from Minecraft? Um, how, it gives you more skills to, like, what I've learned is, like, more stuff to, like, like build and stuff like that. Like, I know how to build a snowman now, and I didn't know how to do that first. Um, and it gives you more ideas, like, to do when you're older. Like, if you want to be, like, one of those people that are architecture, you can, um, you have those, like, Minecraft is a good place to start. For teachers who are thinking of starting their own Minecraft club, Perry recommends getting some expert help. If they don't play Minecraft themselves, which a lot of teachers do, then they need to have um, a server operator that is really, can really play Minecraft, or really understands it. So, and it needs to be someone older, like a high school person. Like our minds, our server operators put out fires before they happen. They are watching, and they can see things that might not. They can see everybody, so they might say, "Oh my gosh, I can see something's going to happen right now that's not going to work right." And they just go in and help that person. These guys don't care about playing. 
that, you know, they care about help, you know, work, making the game work for all those kids. We have three. How we do it is we have one that works with the newbies, and I assign them to the team itself. So he is always maneuvering with that team. So that's kids that have never played before. And helping them and showing them, on, instead of talking to them, doing it right in the game. And he might get up, you know, but it's he's right with them and on their team. So that, and then we have one that never sits down. He's like Kevin. He just walks around, going from person to person to person. That's his assigned role. Okay. Right. Um, and then, the other boy, Kristoff, is on our our actual server, and he is the one that can see everything that's happening. My name is Kevin. I am a sophomore here. I work here for the Minecraft club. I make sure that everybody's in line, not fighting and stuff. And I also use my knowledge to help them play the game and set up the server. Kevin's been playing Minecraft for four years. So, a lot of kids are building or mining, as is in the name of the game. Uh, so, there's a large variety of skill level, and depending on that, people will be doing different things. So, uh, people with a higher skill level will be doing more of the building, because they know, well, once you've done all this stuff, what is there? There's building. Uh, people with the lower skill levels will be just trying to figure out the basic crafting mechanisms and mining and getting their basic stuff ready. There's also the survival aspect, so there's a lot of people uh, dying and having to respawn and stuff, but yeah, harvesting food, it's all part of the game. Well, I have a pretty good knowledge of the game. Uh, which comes from having played it for so long, so I can explain to you what a chunk is and all that type of stuff. So, and they needed somebody to set it up. And, well, there was only a few of us who really know that much about the game at the time. So. So that's how you got involved? Yeah. It's just nice being able to see kids enjoying themselves playing this game something that I've done for so long now. It's nice to know that I'm not alone in my entertainment styles. So, do you think you're going to continue to um, move on with Minecraft? Are you going to continue to be involved with the club? Well, yeah. For as long as I'm in here in school, I'm going to probably still be involved in Minecraft longer than that, just simply for my own entertainment. Because there's several good YouTubers out there who make some nice videos of it, and Things like that. So, but it's not all smooth sailing. As with any technology, sometimes it, well, breaks. There was this one time last year when the server went all sorts of wrong, and we had five thousand chickens in a single area. That was a pretty big challenge. How do you get rid of five thousand chickens in Minecraft? There's an external editing program called MC Edit, and it's used for editing maps. And you go through and you select the chunks, which is an area, uh, 
that you want to select and then you click delete all entities and it just kills all the chickens and anything else in the area but uh, the chickens were part of a larger problem in some world corruption so we lost that world it's a shame so do Perry and the students here see a role from Minecraft in their classes? Definitely if I was in if I was still teaching fourth or fifth grade, Minecraft would be in my classroom. Uh, the middle school was coming in last year doing Gettysburg on a Gettysburg world that some teacher had built. And they were coming in, I just had to make sure that it was running okay. But you know, so you know, it's just a small scale here, but I'm, definitely there's a spot for it in the elementary schools. Bio, we were in bio, and there were some machines sitting there. And I knew what one was, and it was a centrifuge. I'm like, I know what that is because of Minecraft. Humanities and math and science. When I'm reading a book, I'm like, oh, this will be fun if this is. And some days when I'm just hanging out with my friends, I think maybe what happens if this whole world was Minecraft? It would be awesome. Like, we would be all like head blocks people. This has been an episode of the 21st Century Classroom, podcast of the Tarrant Institute for Innovative Education. Check us out online at blog.tarrantinstitute.org.